Hey, this is Pastor Mike, Fredericksburg, Virginia. This is my new podcast, All for the Glory of God. Okay, what we got going on today is starting our new podcast. Basically, we'll be doing a sermon every day for the next year to strengthen our faith and uh, our knowledge. Because I believe we have a Bible illiterate uh, society, which I was one. I went to church. I thought I... I knew God, and I, I didn't know God at all. And uh, therefore, all this learning is for the glory of God. And uh, uh, we're going to step it off with uh, being saved. And uh, we're going to read Romans 3.23. Let's go to Romans. For what are the wages of sin? For the wages of sin are death. But... Through the gift of God, uh, the Son of uh, His Son, Jesus Christ, we may have eternal life. And that is Romans 3.23. Now, that's for all have sinned. Romans 3.23 is, For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Which is also a very important scripture it um you know it tells us that we have all we've all sinned and we're all equal we are all insufficient in God's eyes we're all in the boat together therefore we all need to be saved because the wages of our sin are death and in Romans 6:23 it speaks of for the wages of sin is death but The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, we are all short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. We're all in the boat together. And the wages of our sin are death. Luckily, there is a way to bridge that gap and to get from death and from eternal damnation into eternal life with God. And that bridge is Jesus Christ. And the gift of him was him being made man. He had to come to earth. He died in our place. He took our sins on his back because he was a perfect sacrifice. He never sinned. And it had to be that way because he had to take our sins. We had destroyed our relationship with the Father through our willful sin. God gave us free will. People say, well, why are there bad things? It's because God gave man free will. And man chooses to do evil. And the only way to be in repentance or to get... uh, We can repent, but the only way to be saved from those evil sins is through... Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ became man. He took those sins on his back. He died for us. And he reestablished a way for us to get to God. He took our sins uh, upon himself. 
Now, all we have to do is pledge our life. We have to believe in Him and pledge pledge our life to Him. But that also means we have to live a sin-free life to the best of our ability. We can't keep willfully sinning. Or we, again, destroy that bridge and then the bridge is gone forever. And once you burn that bridge, you're done, son. That's it. You know, and the Bible tells us, it's in Hebrews. Once you're saved and you've been enlightened and you walk away, you cannot return. That's it. You know, once you throw that away, you know, it'd be like God would have to be, Jesus would have to be crucified twice. He would have to be crucified again just for that one person who walked away. And it's not going to happen. He took away the sins of the world. He gives us that one opportunity to come to Him. Once we pledge our life to Him, we're going to sin. We're going to fall short. And He knows that. But we have to try to be better. Try to set ourselves apart. And we do that by reading Scripture and following the rules. And we go to New Testament. We just read Jesus' teachings. We follow the Beatitudes, etc. Sermon on the Mount. You read your Bible, especially New Testament. If the Old Testament's too hard for you, read New Testament. It's not hard. All right. Uh, so, let's see what else we got. Let's do a little Isaiah. I like an Old Testament. We'll go a little Isaiah for you. Where's from Jeremiah? This is interesting. Jeremiah 31. This tells of the Holy Spirit. That's the other reason Christ had to die. It's so amazing. Christ came. He was God in man. Well, for the Holy Ghost to enter all of us and to be everywhere, Jesus had to die. And it's said in Scripture. He says, I have to leave you and the sooner I leave you the better because the Holy Ghost the Spirit will not come until I leave and when Jesus died the Holy Spirit entered the earth entered the world and that how that's where you feel inside you what's right and wrong your moral compass that's the Holy Spirit and we all have it and that's why Jesus said it doesn't matter if they've never read, read the Word of God. They know there's something pulling them towards it. And you either deny God or you accept Him. Even the atheists, it's not like they don't know. They just go, oh, well, we don't believe or that's stupid. There's still a question. You were pulled towards it and you either had to deny it or accept it. That's the Holy Spirit. It gave every man and every woman a chance. You either deny it or you accept it. But you felt the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit made itself known to every man and woman on the planet. That's your moral compass and you still feel it even if you deny it. You still know right and wrong. It's because the Holy Spirit is in the world and is active. Uh, but that's so interesting about how uh, Jesus even said that. I have to go, so the Spirit must come. All right. Let's go down to... I still want to do some Isaiah. 
I like me some Isaiah. Let's go over here to our other study Bible and flipping on open to Isaiah 31. Uh, we're, we're talking about the suffering servant in here, I believe, and how Christ for, fulfilled prophecy. And it's just amazing how Christ fulfilled everything. Well, so much, just well, everything in the Old Testament. You know, all this was preached before the Lord ever came that there will be a, a suffering servant and Isaiah preached of it and people are like nah he's going to come as a conquering king and, and he didn't he came as a suffering servant you know that's that's the second coming he will come as a conquering king on the second coming he will come down on a white horse because that's how uh, a king at war comes on a horse a king at peacetime count comes on a donkey or a mule. It's a symbol. And Jesus came in, in the net, into uh, uh, Jerusalem on the donkey. He came into the city on the donkey. Peacetime. He was bringing peace, not war. The second coming, he'll be coming as a conquering king bringing war. He will be striking down. That will be the final battle in uh, the Holy Land. When the armies of Satan battle the armies of God. And they'll be worldly armies. These are going to be all the world's armies that are under the trick spell of the Antichrist. And they're going to be wiped out easily. But every army in the world is going to oppose God. And it's just not going to work out for them. The one world ruler is going to pull all his forces into the Middle East. And at one time, that's the trick of it. It shows the Antichrist and all these other armies are going to be sweeping down to oppose the Antichrist and to actually fight him. But then all it's doing is putting all the forces in the Middle East at one time for the climactic battle. And that's what the Antichrist wants because he knows man in his fallen nature is still going to turn on God, you know, and he's not going to submit. He's not going to bow that knee. Not these forces, not these armies. They're not. And that's just known. That's just foretold. It's prophecy and everything's happened in the Bible and it will happen. And I can't wait. I hope I'm here, but I'll be taken out in the rapture. But I might not. I was thinking about that the other day. I might not be worthy. Many of us who sit in church the rapture might hit and we might still be sitting here and going, wow, I guess I just, uh, either I didn't love my neighbor enough or, you know, I, I didn't give to the poor, you know, maybe I did lie a little too much, you know, it's, I should have done better. And that's when we will have to sit through the tribulation and that's where a real test of faith will come along. We should have done the easy stuff, celibacy, tell the truth, don't lie, cheat and steal. Uh, and now we got to sit through the tribulation and actually go, well, you're going to get beaten, whipped, and thrown in prison, or you're going to deny God. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to go to prison, get beat. I'll get killed. As, and I'll get my head cut off because I'm going to run. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to have to suck it up. I'm not going to deny God. I'm going to wish I would have followed the rules better. I don't think I deserve I probably won't go in the rapture. I don't love my neighbor enough. I don't give to the poor. I just, I don't believe I do enough. 
Yeah, I hope, you know, God will forgive me, but I just don't see me being a good enough person to go to heaven. Not at the moment. I'm still working on it. If I had to go right now, I believe in God. I love God, but I don't think I've uh, loved him enough. Maybe I would have followed the rules more, you know. I just don't see me deserving, but that's my opinion. But anyway, this is our first podcast. This is Mike Brancolini out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. Just do your best. It is a scary thing. It's not all be- uh, roses, rainbows, and sunshine. It's hellfire and damnation. And you better get in line because I'm scared. And that's the thing the Bible tells us. You should fear God. If you don't fear God's wrath, then there is a problem. That's when you probably are just out doing whatever. And I'm scared. Get scared. Get in line. It feels good to know when you are doing good. Uh, Or a lot better than you used to. At least you're getting more Christ-like. I can say that. I'm more Christ-like today than I was a year ago. By far. Maybe that's a better judgment. Think about your life. Become more Christ-like every day. Sanctify yourself. Be in the army of God. Walk with Jesus. Do all you can to uh, stay on that path, the narrow path, the wide gates, the easy way, the narrow path, the hard way. Stay on that narrow path. God bless you. Jesus Christ loves you, and I love you. Frank's Virginia, Pastor Mike, baby. Okay, what we got going on today is... Starting our new podcast, basically, we'll be doing a sermon every day for the next year to strengthen our faith and uh, our knowledge, because I believe we have a Bible illiterate uh, society, which I was one. I went to church, I thought I I knew God, and I, I didn't know God at all, and uh Therefore, all this learning is for the glory of God. And uh, we're going to step it off with uh, being saved. And uh, we're going to read Romans 3.23. Let's go to Romans. For what are the wages of sin? For the wages of sin are death. But through the gift of God, uh, the Son of uh, his son, Jesus Christ, we may have eternal life. And that is Romans 3.23. Now, that's for all have sinned. Romans 3.23 is, For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Which is also a very important scripture. It, um... You know, it tells us that we have all, we've all sinned and we're all equal. We are all insufficient in God's eyes. We're all in the boat together. Therefore, we all need to be saved because the wages of our sin are death. And in Romans 6.23, it speaks of, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus our Lord. So we are all short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. We're all in the boat together. 
and the wages of our sin are death. Luckily, there is a way to bridge that gap and to get from death and from eternal damnation into eternal life with God. And that bridge is Jesus Christ. And the gift of him was him being made man. He had to come to earth. He died in our place. He took our sins on his back because he was a perfect sacrifice. He never sinned. And it had to be that way because he had to take our sins. We had destroyed our relationship with the Father through our willful sin. God gave us free will. People say, well, why are there bad things? It's because God gave man free will. And man chooses to do evil. And the only way to be in repentance or to get, uh, we can repent, but the only way to be saved from those evil sins is through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ became man. He took those sins on his back. He died for us. And he reestablished a way for us to get to God. He took our sins uh, upon himself. Now, all we have to do is pledge our life. We have to believe in him and pledge, pledge our life to him. But that also means we have to live a sin-free life to the best of our ability. We can't keep willfully sinning. Or we, again, destroy that bridge, and then the bridge is gone forever. You Once you burn that bridge, you're done, son. That's it. You know, and the Bible tells us, it's in Hebrews. Once you're saved, and you've been enlightened, and you walk away, you cannot return. That's it. You know, once you throw that away, you know, it'd be like God would have to be, Jesus would have to be crucified twice. He would have to be crucified again just for that one person who walked away. And it's not going to happen. He took away the sins of the world. He gives us that one opportunity to come to him. Once we pledge our life to him, we're going to sin. We're going to fall short. And he knows that. But we have to try to be better. Try to set ourselves apart. And we do that by reading scripture and following the rules and we go to new testament we just read jesus's teachings we follow the beatitudes etc sermon on the mount you read your bible especially new testament if the old testament's too hard for you read new testament it's not hard all right uh, so let's see what else we got Let's do a little Isaiah. I like an Old Testament. We'll go a little Isaiah for you. Where's some Jeremiah? This is interesting. Jeremiah 31. This tells of the Holy Spirit. That's the other reason Christ had to die. It's so amazing. Christ came. He was God in man. Well, for the Holy Ghost to enter all of us and to be everywhere, Jesus had to die. And it's said in Scripture, he says, I have to leave you, and the sooner I leave you, the better, because the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, will not come until I leave. And when Jesus died, 
the Holy Spirit entered the earth, entered the world. And that hell, that's where you feel inside you what's right and wrong, your moral compass. That's the Holy Spirit, and we all have it. And that's why Jesus said it doesn't matter if they've never read, read the Word of God. They know there's something pulling them towards it. And you either deny God or you accept them. Even the atheists, it's not like they don't know. They just go, oh, well, we don't believe, or that's stupid. There's still a question. You were pulled towards it, and you either had to deny it or accept it. That's the Holy Spirit. It gave every man and every woman a chance. You either deny it or you accept it. But you felt the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit made itself known to every man and woman on the planet. That's your moral compass and you still feel it even if you deny it. You still know right and wrong. It's because the Holy Spirit is in the world and is active. Uh, but that's so interesting about how uh, Jesus even said that. I have to go, so the Spirit must come. All right. Let's go down to... I still want to do some Isaiah. I like me some Isaiah. Let's go over here to our, our other study Bible and flip it on open to Isaiah... 31, uh, we're, we're talking about the suffering servant in here, I believe, and how Christ for, fulfilled prophecy, and it's just amazing how Christ fulfilled everything, well, so much, just, well, everything in the Old Testament, you know, all this was preached before the Lord ever came, that there will be a, a suffering servant, and Isaiah preached of it. And people are like, nah, he's going to come as a conquering king. And, and he didn't. He came as a suffering servant. You know, that's that's the second coming. He will come as a conquering king. On the second coming, he will come down on a white horse. Because that's how uh, a king at war comes on a horse. A king at peacetime comes on a donkey or a mule. It's a symbol. And Jesus came in, in the net, into uh, uh, Jerusalem on the donkey. He came into the city on the donkey. Peace time. He was bringing peace, not war. The second coming, he'll be coming as a conquering king, bringing war. He will be striking down. That will be the final battle in uh, the Holy Land. When the armies of Satan battle the armies of God. And they'll be worldly armies. These are going to be all the world's armies that are under the trick spell of the Antichrist. And they're going to be wiped out easily. But every army in the world is going to oppose God. And it's just not going to work out for them. The one world ruler is going to pull all his forces into the Middle East. And at one time, that's the trick of it. It shows the Antichrist and all these other armies are going to be sweeping down to oppose the Antichrist and to actually fight him. But then all it's doing is putting all the forces in the Middle East at one time for the climactic battle. And that's what the Antichrist wants because he knows man 
in his fallen nature is still going to turn on God, you know, and he's not going to submit. He's not going to bow that knee. Not these forces, not these armies. They're not. And that's just known. That's just foretold. It's prophecy and everything's happened in the Bible and it will happen. And I can't wait. I hope I'm here, but I'll be taken out in the rapture. But I might not. I was thinking about that the other day. I might not be worthy. Many of us who sit in church, the rapture might hit, and we might still be sitting here and going, wow, I guess I just, uh, either I didn't love my neighbor enough, or, you know, I, I didn't give to the poor. You know, maybe I did lie a little too much. You know, it's, yeah, I should have done better. And that's when we will have to sit through the tribulation. And that's where a real test of faith will come along. We should have done the easy stuff. Celibacy, tell the truth, don't lie, cheat, and steal. Uh, and now we got to sit through the tribulation and actually go, well, you're going to get beaten, whipped, and thrown in prison, or you're going to deny God. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to go to prison, get beat, I'll get killed as... I'll get my head cut off because I'm going to run. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to have to suck it up. I'm not going to deny God. I'm going to wish I would have followed the rules better. I don't think I deserve. I probably won't go in the rapture. I don't love my neighbor enough. I don't give to the poor. I just, I don't believe I do enough. I hope, you know, God will forgive me, but I just don't see me being a good enough person to go to heaven. Not at the moment. I'm still working on it. If I had to go right now, I believe in God, I love God, but I don't think I've uh, loved him enough. Maybe I would have followed the rules more, you know? I just don't see me deserving, but that's my opinion. But anyway, this is our first podcast. This is Mike Brancolini out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. Just do your best. It is a scary thing. It's not all bad. Uh, roses, rainbows, and sunshine. It's hellfire and damnation. And you better get in line because I'm scared. And that's the thing the Bible tells us. You should fear God. If you don't fear God's wrath, then there is a problem. That's when you probably are just out doing whatever. And I'm scared. Get scared. Get in line. It feels good to know when you are doing good. Or a lot better than you used to. At least you're getting more Christ-like. I can say that. I'm more Christ-like today than I was a year ago. By far. Maybe that's a better judgment. Think about your life. Become more Christ-like every day. Sanctify yourself. Be in the army of God. Walk with Jesus. Do all you can to <coughs> stay on that path. The narrow path. The wide gates, the easy way, the narrow path, the hard way. Stay on that narrow path. God bless you. Jesus Christ loves you, and I love you. Franksburg, Virginia. Pastor Mike, baby. Hey, this is Pastor Mike, Fredericksburg, Virginia. This is my new podcast, All for the Glory of God. Hey, this is Pastor Mike, Fredericksburg, Virginia. This is my new podcast, All for the Glory of God.